Welcome to the Crazy Cool Family Podcast with Don and Suzanne Manning. Parents, what if we could give you the power to transform your family into something absolutely amazing? A family where everyone is healthy, gets along, loves Jesus, and has great purpose in life. Hey, let us flip your thinking to unlock the power God has given you to create your own Crazy Cool Family. Welcome, Crazy Cool Family podcast people. We are so excited. CFFPP. That's right. <laughs> Whatever that, you know. That's, that's oh, a you CFFPP. That's a good point because, you know, Chris Corsi and I, we're in the second half of the Joy Switch uh, podcast. Uh, just a brilliant author, brilliant guy. Mm, and, and he uses acronyms. He uses a CARS acronym we're going to go into with him uh, in this podcast. But uh, so just... Really excited to bring the second half of this podcast to you today. Yeah, and so I just wanted to just take a second and talk to you and just tell you that as a young mom, when I had, when I was in the what I call the wiping season, where I was taking care of everybody's everything, wiping the counters, the bathroom, <clears throat> the children's faces, their fannies, you know, all the things. She didn't have to wipe me very much. <laughs> Every once in a while, he'd get something on his mouth, and That's I would true. reach over and help. But I'll, I never I'll, licked my finger and wiped your mouth. <laughs> only that body part, though. Only that body part. No to other good ones. care yeah. of him. Anyway, so I was just going to say, as I I got caught up in that season and I feel like there's so many of us young parents that are, or you young parents, I guess I'm not a young parent anymore, that get overwhelmed with life. And I feel like that in that season, my joy got strangled out of me more than any other time. I just got caught up in the circumstances of what was happening. And I remember Don telling me all the time, it's not about the circumstances. Don't, don't, you know, look past the circumstances. You remember telling me that, babe? Oh yeah, still do. (laughs) (laughs) And so I just wanted to kind of go back to that and remember that and then just kind of fast forward to today and let you know that as an advocate for parents <laughs> for you people out there for us that are overwhelmed and um we've overworked we've got so much going on life is spinning so fast i just wanted you to know that there is there is joy for you there is joy and there's there's thousands of books that are written there and that's why this one caught my eye the joy switch i was so intrigued by the concept that there there is actually a switch in our brain that you could turn on and off. And that's what Chris writes about in his book. And I thought, okay, I want to know how to turn that on. And I want to teach all the young moms and dads how to turn that on when the consequences of life get overwhelming. You know, in, in the book, he talks about, um, and it, it's really hit me this as I have, now that I've talked to him, that I do this. Um, but he says there's there's one on switch, but there's actually two off switches. And the off switches It kind of are, feels like there might be 20 off switches, <laughs> no, but, actually. But it actually it makes sense because there's one off switch in which we withdraw. Right. And so I do that sometimes. I just, if I get in trouble, if I'm, sometimes I want to save people from what I'm going to say to them, so I withdraw. But other times, the off switch is we try to win, and he doesn't really say like, oh, but that, that's that, a good way to put it. That's my, that's my term, not his, his but I mean, interpretation but of I, it. that's the way I've applied it in my life is that, so now I'm going to try to argue into you, into my point. I get into a certain good. mode and, or I'm going to try to manipulate you. I'm going to try to do something that makes you, makes me win whatever I'm trying to do. Either I'm going to withdraw or I'm going to win. And so then now that I've heard that I go, Wow, I'm in off mode. 
And, and there is an on mode which says, hey, I'm flowing. Everything is going, you know, I want the best for my wife or my kids. I don't, it's not a competition or I don't feel hurt at this okay. time. And then that, that triggers, that's when I'm on. Okay. And then I, I'm my best self. I am, um, I'm not threatened. I am forgiving. I right. am all you're, those things And you're that, relational and you're connecting and that's yeah. exactly what, so that's what joy does. So just super quick, just to um, finish saying this part right here, that what I love from learning from Chris is that we're, our brain is wired for joy. It's what we mm-hmm. want. And then of course, scripture says the Holy Spirit is in us and the fruit of him, love, joy, peace. It's that second one. It's right there. We have that. And it's all throughout scripture. The joy of the, the Lord is my strength and joy comes in the morning. It is everywhere. And so we are wired and equipped spiritually, emotionally, I would say physically, you know, uh, all the ways to have and to choose and to want joy. And so the second part of this podcast is all about the practical. Yeah. And the enemy wants to steal our joy. <laughs> still I mean, kill, yeah. yeah. Still, he wants to steal, kill and destroy our lives. And yet, you know, we have ways to get back to joy. And so um, first podcast was more big picture. This one's Super practical. So it gives you ways to uh, look at why is it? How do you get back to joy? You know, it'll talk about things like connection and, you know, appreciation, things like that. And relaxation. Doesn't that sound fabulous? So let's go into the second part of our podcast. The book is The Joy Switch. The author is Chris Corsi. And we're so excited for you to hear the rest of this. Yes. And, and so, and yeah. I want to dig in a little bit deeper in, into the, I, I love the book and you were in the book, you talk about a cars connection and these are very practical strategies that help. In fact, you know, the first one was connection and, and I actually used that. It didn't even, I didn't even really know I was using it, but I look back and, and I was because when I was frustrated the other day, Suzanne and I just, and she did a great job mm-hmm. of just saying, okay, yeah. seems like you're a little bit she didn't use the word apple yeah. or anything. We didn't have yeah. a code word. <laughs> we will though, don't you? Yes, that's right. <laughs> I'm thinking of my favorite fruit now. Um, yes. <laughs> so maybe pineapple. Okay. Yeah. So, but but we were able, and it wasn't easy because I wasn't really in the mood to talk. Mm-hmm. But we still connected, and yes. so take us through. I think it's it's yeah. connection, appreciation, yep. all the. Take us through those practical. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. So cars is just a very practical way. I thought, you know, what's some practical things we can help people remember to do. So the C, as you said, connection. So it's connection. There's certain people, you know, that'll help you calm down. There's certain people you go to when you're upset, they're going to make it bigger. They're going to make it worse. (laughs) But there's some people that'll help you feel seen, heard and understood. Those are the people I need to connect with. Right. I just need to connect with people who are good listeners. They won't immediately try to fix it. They'll just listen. I feel understood. I actually feel more relational after interacting with them. That's the C. The A is just appreciation is what I call packaged joy. So it's like opening up these presents, these joyful moments that God's given us. So anytime we remember some of God's gifts, that actually helps us get relational again. So there's a beautiful sunset last night. Um, My wife and my family, we all just notice this beautiful sunset. So if I think about that gift, that moment, What happens is my brain responds as though I'm reliving the moment all over again. So when the Bible says to be thankful, that's very powerful for the human brain. So just feeling some gratitude. What am I thankful for? What were those good gifts, those good moments that God's given me? That helps me get relational. 
Um, so that's why at the dinner table, we will talk about highlights from our day. What were three highlights from your day? What's something that made you sad, but what's three things that were special moments from your day? That's a chance for us all to get relational. The R is for rest. So, so hang on, before you go to rest, mm -hmm, though, I want to yep. stop there for a second because I think this is super valuable for our parents to hear. Mm -hmm. So let's say, you know, so often our kid comes in and they're in a bad mood. Yeah. And so what do we do? We lecture them. Yes. Hey, why are you yep. in a bad mood? You've got a great life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. And so instead, <laughs> what you're saying is, let's stay at that C for a minute, is yeah. you might say, um, well, let's just connect. Let's talk about some things because yeah. what you're doing is you're getting them to connect because yes. they may be seven. They don't know how to do yeah. that. And so That's as a right. parent, you learn it and you go, hey, maybe instead of lecturing them, getting yes. them to connect, opening them up a little bit, and then you'll sometimes, it doesn't work all the time, I'm sure, yeah. but you'll see their attitude. So you recognize the joy switch is off. Yes. And then you connect with them in order to bring them more into on. Yes, you're exactly right. And that's a very important point. Like as parents, the bandwidth is limited, right? We have so many things we're trying to do. So when a child is having a hard day, we tend to go into fix it mode or lecture mode. But you're right. Anything that we can do to help our children feel seen, heard, and understood, which is just, hey, you look like you've had a hard day. Talk to me. What's going on? And then listen. And again, validate. Wow, that sounds awful. And then comfort would be, hey, what helps when you feel this way? They might say, well, I feel better now just sharing it. Or, you know, I think I'm going to I think I'm going to go sit outside in the backyard for a few minutes, whatever it is. You know, again, depending on the age, it'll look different. Um, but validating and comforting. Basically, that helps them to feel seen, heard, and understood. Now, the bad day is still bad, but now I'm in relational mode. I can better deal with those feelings because mm. in enemy mode, it just keeps growing. Well, on the second one, you know, just I'm just trying to give parents these practical strategies mm -hmm. where, yes. wow, look at the sunrise. Mm -hmm. God, amazing. Yeah. Suzanne does a great job yes. out of just uh, yep. Wow, did you see the clouds out there? Yes. You know, just uh, getting them to appreciate something beyond them. One of the things we tell parents a lot is get your kids to think beyond themselves. Yes. And, yes, and definitely. Appreciation. That is a, it is a practical way to apply that is just, yep. hey, wow, um, man, isn't it crazy how healthy we are? You know, or yeah. whatever you're, we're going yeah. to do. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And I'll, I'll actually ask them the idea like, well, it sounds like an awful day. What was there anything good from your day? That's good. And, mm -hmm. and, you know, they might say, well, at least I got to sit with so-and-so at lunch. Oh, that's cool. How did that feel? Yeah. That's you know, cool. are there sometimes they're an enemy? Well, they'll say nothing was good for my day. This was just awful. <laughs> Bad day. Right. And I would say, well, that sounds really, really hard. I'm sorry to hear that. Well, um, can I share one of the highlights from my day? I, this was kind of cool. And when they hear appreciation, if they're willing, like, you know, don't force feed it, but if they're willing, that actually can help trigger some of their appreciation moments. So helping them feel seen, heard, understood, and to try to think about the good stuff, even in the midst of the hard stuff, you're giving them training that they will use every day for the rest of their lives. Yeah, every right. relationship, they will use those skills. So now, yeah, so I wanted good, to bring good. that into focus for parents, yeah. and, but you, then you mentioned rest. And so how does rest relate? Yeah. So it's that breathing, you know, when we take a moment to quiet your, your brain releases on demand serotonin, which serotonin is, you know, we tend to think of dopamine as like, there's a reward. I can't wait for pizza night. Yes. 
you know, serotonin is, wow, I need a breather. This is too much interaction. There's too much stimulation. I just need a moment to catch my breath. So we take that deep breath. We quiet our mind and our body. Serotonin is released, which helps us feel anchored and peaceful. Mm. So it's the on-demand release of serotonin, which just means we quiet. Some people will lay on a bed or the floor with a book on their belly and just breathe deep breaths. When my children were younger and I could see they were really offline, we would play a game. I'd say, okay, let's play a game. We'd get books, say, let's see who can make the book go higher. We both lay it, we lay on the floor, we put on our bellies, because I'm trying to get them to breathe deeply. So we'll say, hey, let's make this a game. Who can make the book go higher? I bet daddy's gonna beat you. And what I'm doing is getting them to breathe and just to quiet. And so even with those mirror neurons, when you see people like yawn. Oh yeah. What do you like do? You tend breathing, to yawn. I'm deep breathing. Yes, right. it's yeah. the same. Yeah. So when I see you take a deep breath, it's kind of a reminder for me. Oh yeah. So I will do that with my kids sometimes. I'll just take a deep breath when I see, and I won't even say anything. And <laughs> nice. <laughs> and then you can see them kind of pause. I love it. So you know, just getting good you know, at that. And, and there's a couple things about that. One of them is is that you do it throughout the day. You know, we tend to think rest is, oh, I'm going to go take a two hour nap or I'm going to withdraw. But I mean, literally, and even in your book, you talk about, you know, just getting with God for a couple of minutes, or maybe sometimes we talk to our parents about, hey, what what about that drive home? Mm. You know, let's get out of the talk radio and just listen to God for a few minutes, just getting that breathing, getting that, that connection going so that you are getting, you know, even in your Ephesians chapter, I mean, the verse, it says that we do good. He's prepared us to, we do good works that he's prepared us in advance to do. That's right. So you're so often when you're going into situations, okay, I'm about to walk in the house. I need to rest a minute and prepare for what's coming on so I can come in with a smile on my face with joy in my heart. That's what you're talking about with rest, right? Yeah. And you know, it's just that purposeful pause. And I think, as you said, is a a great example. Before I walk in the house, it's been a hard day at work. I'm just going to take a few moments and catch my breath and maybe thank God for a highlight from my day. Take a couple deep breaths, then walk in. I'm going to be a a non-anxious presence. I'm going to be glad to be with my family. A non-anxious uh, presence. What a great term. Huge. That's yeah, a, huge. That ought to be the motto of my life. I want to be a non-anxious. <laughs> Lord, help me to be a non-anxious yes. presence every that's day. That's it. That's it. And that, yes, that's a good prayer. I pray that one often just to, yeah. you know what? I want my kids to see what the, my genuine love and joy for them. And when I, when I don't demonstrate it well, then I repair. I say, you know what? Daddy really blew it. I'm sorry. I got angry. Will you forgive me? Well, yeah, daddy, I forgive you. Okay. You know, so we learn to get back to joy when we lose our joy relationally. We just learn to get back there when we lose it. And that takes a lot of pressure off for a lot of us parents. We feel like we just got to be perfect and I've got to do all the right things. Well, you're not going to do all the right things. You are going to mess up. The good news is we just repair when we do mess up. We return to joy this returning to glad to be together. And that's life-giving for our children. And that last one was uh, Shalom. And, and that was was, yeah. was that was a little bit, um, uh, 
I had to think about that one a little bit. Yeah. Connection, appreciation, rest, shalom. Yes. What does that mean? Yeah. So shalom in Hebrew, it's often translated as peace, which is right. peace is a good word, but it's also shalom means everything is in the right place in the right amount at the right time. That's good. So it's a very rich word in Hebrew. So what it means is when we have God's shalom, we, everything is just right where it needs to be in this moment. Kind of like if you like a cup of tea or coffee, just a certain way, like that shalom is just, I'm, I'm where I need to be. So there's exercises you can actually do that help to quiet. Um, what it does is it activates your stress reduction mechanisms in your body. So all that means is your body can calm down. So we call it shalom, my body. It just means there's some exercises I could do. One of them involves yawning. Yeah. Yawning actually is really good for you. I know we're taught yawning's rude. Don't, you know, don't <laughs> yawn. Olympic athletes yawn before a race. It's actually, what it does, it releases good chemicals every time you yawn. Yeah. And so it has a calming effect. So at our, a lot of our trainings, we teach people these exercises that you just take a moment, you yawn. Don't yawn in anybody's face, but just, you know, really turn away <laughs> and yawn. And it's a very calming and quieting. Um, so there's a series of exercises. I actually demonstrate them on my YouTube page. It's just Chris Corsi or Thrive Today. There's, there's several exercises you can do. What, what they do is basically activate this relational circuit. They calm your body. Um, it involves a nerve called your vagal nerve, which is at the base of your brain. It connects all, yeah, it's called the wandering nerve and it connects yeah. all your organs. Everything, and it, yeah. It's really about your heart rate. And so if you have good vagal tone, you breathe in, your heart rate speeds up. When you exhale, your heart rate slows down. So these exercises are designed to just calm and quiet my body. Um, I had a friend that did these exercises. She's a, had a fear of flying and she could tell she was slipping in enemy mode when she was on the airplane. She did these very simple pra practical exercises and it calmed her down and it kept her in relational mode for the duration of her flight. She's like, that's never happened to me before. Wow. Usually I'm tense and I'm uh -huh. short and I'm rigid and I'm like, you know, not in a good space, but shalom for my body helped her quiet so that she could stay relational and peaceful. And uh, yeah, so very practical. Cars is just yeah. very practical. So let's, oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, and so I love that, that you're giving permission. You're giving us permission to breathe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is crazy that we need permission, but we do. Yeah. You're we giving do. us permission to take a break and rest. Yeah. You're giving us permission to, to choose the shalom, the peace for yeah. our body, all of that. Yeah. And then you're even equipping us. And so I love that. Yes, go to his YouTube channel and do those exercises. Well, and let's yeah. use that as a transition to kind of wrap things up mm -hmm. on this. Uh, what's going to be a two-part podcast yeah. is um, I just think, parents, what I want you, one of the things I want you to take away in summary is, is that it's not, we, we all want the best for our children. We all love our children. We all want the best for our family. And so often we're using in maybe the wrong methods to get to the right result. So the right. result and what, and what Chris has given us here is it, it's, it's different methods to better methods mm -hmm. to achieve the results we want as parents. And, and so just being able to adjust the way we think, adjust the methods we're using because we, the more we can get our kids into that, more we can get ourselves and our kids into that shalom, into that right place, the easier family is, the more family flows, everything works. And we don't have to work so hard right. as parents. Right. And so Chris, 
um, I'm sure that our parents would love to connect with you further. So yeah. give us just your, yeah. give us the All rundown. The ways. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sure. Really, you know, you may have conferences or, you know, the books and all that stuff. Yeah, thank you. Well, you know, we are kind of a training ministry. So we train these skills. We do a lot of weekend events. We do longer events where we really focus on helping people learn these skills. So we hold on to our joy, so to speak, or know how to get back to joy. Um, you know, probably the best resource would be our website. You, you, we have a website. It's just thrivetoday.org. Thrivetoday, all one word, dot org. Um, we have videos of what are these skills. We have just lots of material there, events, uh, lots of free assessments and all kinds of stuff there. Um, and the YouTube page is also Thrive Today. You could find it. And, you know, this Shalom My Body. What are those exercises? Um yeah, we're on Facebook as well. Just Chris Corsi. Um, Instagram, yeah. are y'all there? I'm on Instagram as well, Chris Corsi. Yep. Now there is like a governor, Chris Corsi. I'm not that guy. There is a governor. <laughs> Good, to Good to know. Uh, so I'm well, just the trainer, the minister. Chris in the show notes, we'll put um, in the episode notes, we'll definitely put your website. And then we'll right. also put a link to the Joy Switch book. Yeah. Um, okay. And uh, and then, um, but also, yeah, if you want to, Facebook, you know, search in Facebook for Chris Corsi, search for Thrive Today. That would be another yeah. key search deal. So Chris Corsi or Thrive Today, uh, probably you probably get something if you hit Joy Switch, you know, yep. things like that. So yep. th that's ways to connect with him. And um, are you doing conferences more um, in person again? You know, we are. Now the world's opened up again. We're starting to do more events. So we're doing like we have marriage weekends. We have what's called true identity weekends, which is just an intro to relational skills. We do are doing our big training in uh, October in Denver. So yeah, we're getting back. We still do online uh, teachings and webinars and all of that, but we are starting to do events, which feels really good. Well, Chris, yes, thanks. So do you want to leave our audience with any, did we miss anything? Is there anything that you want to leave with us before we let, before we shut oh, down. Well, you know what? I think the one, just the word of encouragement, I hope that all of our parents here today is that you're not going to be perfect. You don't have to be perfect. Just practice, you know, very practical exercises, appreciation. You get more mileage out of just practicing appreciation, highlights from your day, the sad thing, but including the three highlights, all of that you can do at mealtime, on the way to school, whatever it is. And you know what, just watch the joy grow. And that's that's a very easy yoke for parents. Like you're not gonna be perfect, just get really good at repairing and holding on to joy as a family. That goes a long way. That's awesome. Suzanne, you have anything before we wrap it up? I do want to say one thing is that he also yes. wrote the four habits of raising joy filled kids, yes. which is yeah. excellent. And he talked about a bunch of different things in there. He's got the ABCs and so the four habits. And so get that book and read those. And then the four habits of the joy filled marriage. This actually was your first book, right? Is it was. It was. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And so I um, these are amazing. I mean, and I love the first one starts out with just to have fun and to play. Yes. What yes. marriage doesn't need to hear that? Right, right. And so anyway, That's so right. those are just two more resources for you. Um, crazy cool families out there that, um, yeah, we just have really enjoyed our time with you. Yeah. We wish we lived in Michigan yeah. so we could be best friends. <laughs> we would love that. We would love that. <laughs> yeah, he, so he, he Look us up you. if you're in yeah. Dallas at all. We'll, yes, we'll take you I out to dinner. That. 
I would <laughs> love come that. in, we'd love to meet with you and your wife if she comes with you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, right. So we, um, yeah, he says he lives in a little community, in a small yeah. community. I love small towns, and uh, yeah. so I'm sure they have a great, great little life there. So, Chris, Thank thanks you. so much for being with us, and uh, we will wrap up uh, this What's, what's you're probably on the second now of a two podcast series. And yes. so as always, parents go be crazy, crazycoolfamily.com.